Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. You may not have noticed, but perhaps the biggest convention of the year is in Buffalo right now. We feel that our event is one of the largest events at Buffalo House. We uh, don't want to be too... Uh, egotistical about it, but we we think that we bring something to Buffalo. And you may have wondered why there are giant snowplows on the streets of Buffalo in almost May. Well, maybe you didn't wonder, given the weather of late, but that's another story. It's the American Association of Airport Executives' annual snow symposium. Sounds exciting, right? But it's also an event that local convention planners don't want to lose due to what they feel is an inadequate convention center. You'll see on Pearl Street that they have uh, several pieces of equipment that are out on the street because we are at capacity and some of them will not fit into that facility. Parts of the building still look like it's in the 80s, we'll say. And just what would improve things? Modern technology, Wi-Fi, interaction with whiteboards. Now, whether or not that means an entirely new convention center, that's another matter. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. Some convention center talk today as the snow symposium is wowing the airport's snow-clearing crews in Buffalo. It's a big convention. That is something that we would not want to lose for our community, and there are destinations just waiting for us to uh, lose it and that it would go out for bid in other locations. Patrick Kaler heads up Visit Buffalo Niagara and is a champion for either renovating the existing space or building completely new. Either way, Kaler told WBEN's Mike Baggerman he doesn't want to lose the snow symposium. Uh, We've had it for multiple years, and it's hard to um, bring in new business, but it's easier to retain business. And so that's why we would like to keep snow, snow symposium in our destination. But yes, it is growing and they are bursting at the seams uh, with the equipment that they bring in, put on display. This is an equipment year. And so that makes it even more challenging for the convention center to be able to uh, put out all the equipment as well as do the educational and the uh, Uh, food and beverage requirements that the convention needs as well. You'll see on Pearl Street that they have uh, several pieces of equipment that are out on the street because we are at capacity and some of them will not fit into that facility. The organizers there, they they, uh, suggested the idea of, okay, what if we put, you know, what if the city put a parking lot just right near where the convention center is and then I kind of told them the story of what's happening at 201 Ellicott Street and how the city of Buffalo doesn't really want to put parking options but I mean there's a million ideas that Mm -hmm. you could come up with Um, you know what what do you tell people who want to come to Buffalo that all right the convention center is what it is you know, for now. Right. Well, that that's the good news is that we do have a process that's taking place. And so we are able to say to meeting planners, um, you know, hang with us. We are going through the process to looking to uh, more than double the size of our exhibit floor, add more uh, meeting space. And so don't give up on Buffalo yet. There, they 
are there are steps that are being taken to study this. We want to make sure we're doing it right to fit the needs that Buffalo can maintain and sustain. We're not looking to be Orlando, Chicago, or Las Vegas, which I think is what a lot of people think we're trying to get to. That's not at all the case. We just want to maintain and grow our market share as a destination. That fits with the infrastructure that we have, with our hotel inventory, uh, the uh, parking needs, and so that's really what we're looking at. I guess if people then were to look at what it would compare to then, what would you say? Which town? Which market? Do you sure. Um, looking more and comparable with uh, Richmond, Virginia, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, we are looking at ourselves in the light of Pittsburgh and Cleveland, even though we wouldn't be that big. But we could be to the point where we would be hosting two events at the same time or one larger one that we might be able to pull from them when they would do a larger one that would fit in our destination. But they would also be doing multiple events at the same time. When people are thinking about coming to the convention center, what have you found that's always been the big, I guess, turnoff? Sure. Well, number one, they're very excited about what they see in Buffalo. And so they're excited about our new hotel inventory, our convention district, the waterfront. And then when we take them to the convention center, you can see their enthusiasm for the destination is depleted. They're seeing a, a very dated building. It's uh, uh, It doesn't offer the natural light, the uh, other... Uh, ancillary meeting spaces that people can just meet casually. Uh, the front area, the lobby area, does not allow itself really for uh, good entry. It's built right on Franklin Street, and so there's no sense of arrival to the building as well. It's definitely a true example of brutalism uh, architecture, and that's not necessarily for everybody. And so, um, you know, those are just kind of the aesthetics that go into play, um, as well as the limiting factor of the uh, exhibit space and the meeting floor space. What about, when I was talking to Snow Symposium people, they talked about the education and, and presentations that they could mm-hmm. put in the conference yes. rooms. They said that there are other convention centers across the country that, you know, they have interactive whiteboards where people can write on it, delete whatever, but we don't have that capability here. Is that something that you think could be addressed while the county figures out what they want to do? Um, some of it can be. Uh, you know, th- there are concerns about putting more capital improvements into a building that might be torn down in a few years, and so we want to be mindful of that. We have upgraded our uh, internet systems, um, and so we're really on the cutting edge of that, uh, which is very important for meeting planners. And so we're doing the best that we can, working with our local vendors um, who do a fantastic job with the audiovisual capabilities that we can bring in as far as outsourcing. But yes, those are uh, areas that we definitely want to look at in a new convention center. Do you have a preference, whether it's an expanded convention center or if it's down at the HSBC Plaza? At this point, I go back and forth every day. Uh, I can see the pros and cons with both of the sites. I just know that we need a new convention center. Otherwise, how are we going to replace the $42 million of economic impact that the current convention center uh, provides to our community? we got to tell you, we've been here for 34, 34 years because we like being here. The staff here at the convention center is better than none. Now, the Snow Symposium planners, they seem pretty happy, but they have noticed some parts of the building in need of help and want to offer Buffalo planners some insight on what they need to do or should do. Mike spent some time with folks from the symposium, Carlton Braley and Ed Foster. Our chapter hosts several conferences a year. They're they're all great, uh, but Buffalo is is on top. 
they're they're doing great all the time. Um, the facility, we can tell, is getting a little bit old, but it's very well kept. It's clean. It's efficient. You can um, uh, we, we can host all these classes and yet still have room to put eighty thousand square feet of equipment upstairs. Now, when you say old, what do you mean by that? Well, as, they, as they've been upgrading, you know, you can see that the bathrooms or or have been improved. Um, in, in certain parts of the building, but you can see other parts of the area are not modern, right? So modern technology, Wi-Fi, inter, interaction with whiteboards, just just it, parts of the building still look like it's in the 80s, we'll say. So it's falling behind, basically, is what you're saying. Now, is there a, a, a concern that in the future, if Buffalo doesn't revamp its convention center in any way, you guys would consider not coming here to Buffalo anymore? Well, I think, Ed, you'd agree that we have a great partnership with Buffalo. Um, We've been here when our equipment was outside. Uh, I'm not sure I would say that. And I'm not sure I would say they're falling behind. I just think you have an infrastructure that was built probably in the 70s, and um, you can never change that. You can, you know, you can wallpaper all, all you like, but, you know, at some point you have to look at what's the next step. And this is a harsh way that I'm going to explain yeah. it, but it's, it's like the phrase, you know, you could put lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig, so to say. Again, that's kind of the harsh way. I know you're going to kind I'm of... I'm not going to say that. Right. <laughs> um, but here's what I'm curious about is there's a lot of talk about its future, right? They're going to either expand it or they're going to move it completely what's your thoughts on that idea either or and do you have a preference really we want to be partners you know so we feel that our event is one of the largest events at buffalo house we uh don't want to be too uh, egotistical about it but we we think that we bring something to buffalo so we want to have a, a voice at the table per se we don't want to leave what we want is Whatever is decided, whether it's an upgrade to this building or an expansion to this building or renovation here or a whole new facility, we would like it as seamless for us as possible. Uh, We want to not skip a beat. We want to meet all of our future schedules. Um, So that's our biggest concern. Does its infrastructure problems here present any problems for you guys when it comes to like logistics? You know, you have a lot of equipment. You said you have millions of dollars of equipment upstairs. Does this building present logistics problems for you guys? I don't know if there's really logistics. Most of the equipment is becoming more advanced with the terminal of uh, the technology and it's able to maneuver and get in and out of the facility. Uh, nothing's getting taller. It's getting more uh, uh, productive based on its horsepower and ratings. So I don't know that that would be the problem. I think the technology side of it, as far as the uh, display, the, pro- the presentations, the technology is where we're, we're looking to have in a, in a future building. I would hope they would factor all that in. Uh, part of our concern is where we're growing. We grow every year. We're at record attendance this year for the first time in 53 years. And every three years is an equipment year. So we're, we're forecasting growth in ne- the next three to six years. And we would be uh, encroaching on capacity. So we're we want to have a voice at the table uh, with them. On the presentation thing that you had just mentioned, is it just, you know, for example, we're sitting in a conference room and there's one television in here. Are there other convention centers across the country that you can think, okay, like the presentation way, the way that we can show what our product is or what we're trying to educate, is it better than what we have here? Because a lot of people only know the convention center here in Buffalo. 
Yeah, there's, you know, modern technology everywhere. You have interaction whiteboards. You have walls that are full displays. Uh, last year, we actually leased that type of equipment to have here. So it is available. It's just uh, a little bit more difficult to have. Uh, back to Ed's point, if you were, if this community was not talking about any improvements, so if you were not indicating you're looking at a, an expansion here or a larger new facility, then we were be we would be marketing or looking at other areas where we could grow, right? We don't we don't want to be held back because your facility's not uh, ready to grow with us. Logistically, if anything could be improved for us, is a staging area for this equipment. Um, we've had great. Uh, offerings over the years where we've used either empty lots at the airport or empty lots down at the down at the uh, uh, waterfront um, as your community keeps growing those lots become leased or they become uh, purchased and owned so a large parking lot adjacent to the conference center uh, would make our logistics a little bit easier this year fantastic law enforcement uh, the companies we use for delivering the vehicle, vehicles and equipment, and the uh, riggers, outstanding. It was very seamless. All of our uh, sponsors upstairs that brought equipment in um, all praised how easy it was to get into this building, uh, get equipment parked, have it in, inside in a sufficient amount of time, which cost them money, right? If we have to spend three or four days loading the conference center, that's that's three or four people per piece of equipment here three or four days. If we can load the conference center in a day, day and a half, it reduces the cost of our exhibitors, which allows them to spend more money somewhere else. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.